Well, picking up my theme from last week about speaking about children, the importance of uh, children, I'd like to kind of continue with that, that thread. We see uh, that from this exchange between the rich young ruler and Christ that our works and our deeds in this life have a real causal relationship with our salvation. The young man says to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, you know the commandments. And he lists them off. Doing the commandments, performing the commandments, has in some sense, in some manner, a causal role in the attainment of salvation. So it's by faith and it's also by works. It's not by faith alone, but it's by faith and works. And there is one of the most important works that we can do as Christians is to take the life of grace that we received in baptism, that divine sonship that we received by grace, and to then transmit that to others, to transmit that to the future generations, and to uh, create, as it were, in the earth, spiritual offspring, spiritual children. And if you, we pay close attention to our, our readings, there are two types of children are mentioned. There's natural children and there's spiritual children. So in our psalm, we have, Let your work be seen by your servants and your glory by their children. And then there is spiritual sonship, or childhood, if you will, being spoken about in our gospel texts. First off, we notice Jesus calls his disciples children. He says, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. And so Jesus is, as it were, a spiritual father to his disciples. That's the role of a teacher to his students or disciples. And then, unfortunately, the the young man turns away from a vocation to be a spiritual father. Because what Jesus says is that those who give up these kind of material things, these earthly things, they will receive houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, and children and lands with persecution, so forth and so on. But the point is, the children that they're receiving are spiritual children. They're not literal children, not flesh and blood children. So we have both in our texts. We have natural children being spoken about, and we have spiritual children. We have natural fatherhood being spoken about, and we have spiritual fatherhood or spiritual motherhood. And in fact, natural fathers and mothers have been given natural children so that they might become spiritual children. And unless a natural father, natural mother moves on into spiritual fatherhood and spiritual motherhood, his natural fatherhood, natural motherhood is in vain. It's for naught. Because that is the reason why God gives us children is so that we can foster the life of grace in them. And uh, we see that going back to our psalm, it's very beautiful. This is really a make it or break it kind of issue. We will be judged on the basis of how successful we were in the transmission of spiritual life to the next generation. Uh, the psalm says, Let your work be seen by your servants and your glory by their children. This is a prayer that God's work of holiness would be manifest in our life, his work of grace, that his kingdom would come and would be the center of our lives, the center of gravity around which our lives uh, rotate. And if that is the case, if that is verified in our life, 
God's glory will be seen by our children, meaning that our children will go on to salvation and see God face to face for eternity in heaven. And uh, this is this is what it's all about here. Our second reading from Hebrews it says that to, in God's eyes everything is exposed to the eyes of Him to whom we must render an account. We must render an account for our lives and how we relate to our children, how we transmit that spiritual life to future generations. If you will travel with me just for a moment in your imagination. We are here in America. Hundreds of years from now, imagine, hundreds of years from now, at some point, there will be a judgment, a universal judgment of all human beings. And we will be raised from the dead. We'll be brought to the very place that Jesus Christ went up into heaven, somewhere around the Mount of Olives. It's commonly understood that the last judgment will take place in the Kidron Valley, right between the city of Jerusalem and the Mount of Olives. And in that place, Jesus Christ will descend from heaven... And as he is gloriously beholden in midair with his twelve apostles by his side, all human beings who have ever lived will be raised from the dead. And all generations from the beginning of humankind until the end of the world will be present in their mortal bodies. And within a moment, within two, three moments maybe, a judgment will take place. And it will become evident to all human beings all the thoughts that we have ever thought, all the good deeds, all the bad deeds that we have ever performed will become evident, open, and public before all humankind as well as before God. And we will see the effects, the long-term intergenerational effects of our lives. We will see a man who decided to wake up early and read the Bible with his sons. And we'll see how ten generations later, his children were saved because of what he did 200 years beforehand. We will see the man who decided to say to himself, Ah, you know that whole catechesis thing? I think that's for ladies. I'm going to let my wife take care of that. And we'll see the negative effects upon his future generations and upon himself. We'll see the parent, the mother, who uh, corrected her children out of anger instead of out of love and how that turned them away from the love of God. We'll see the man who was a bad example. He preached to his kids, but he didn't practice what he preached. And we'll see the dire effects of that for generations. And then we'll see the the man who maybe wasn't super preachy, but he lived a holy life. And he did what Jesus asked of him. And even after he died, his children grew, grew up, and maybe they strayed away from the faith, but they always had that example. And they came back the last hours, the last years of their life, because they had that example of authentic Christianity in the life of their father. And we'll see that. We'll see the effects of generations upon generations about whether or not we were serious with our spiritual motherhood, with our spiritual fatherhood. And so, my brothers and sisters, with the psalmist, we can pray. Let your work be seen by your servants and your glory by their children.